0: everybody to the second airy fairy podcast which is a solid look at the far out or something like that it's hosted by myself mary lynch and aliki Nectaria.
1: welcome back aliki and welcome back to you mary what what are we
0: talking about today because i know this is one of your hot topics
1: breaking down the stigma around alternative therapies yeah because there is there is a, a conversation out there Around the type of work we do, comments such as snake oil, very is one of them, right? Yeah, I hear woo woo, woo woo, hocus pocus, herbally verbally, waffle, made is up it, uh, against God. That's another one that oh, I oh yeah,
0: I get that one a bit too. Yeah, yeah.
1: I hear that as well. Yeah, it's against uh, nature. Lack of evidence. so It's
0: effort? not yes.
1: It's not evidence based. What we do not is not evidence based. Uh, waffle. Yeah, it's made up. up. Made up. And it has that fraudulent type of connotation behind it. So I was thinking that we break that down, break that energy down. So it makes it a little bit more relatable to, to many.
0: And you know, the, the way that I look at it too, Aliki, is a lot of what we do is not that dissimilar to what other professions do that are considered more mainstream more evidence-based um, and a lot of what we do does have basis in other
1: disciplines it does we, we do use a framework and we do use a model it's not just pulled from, ether. pulled from the ether yes so we we have to have a structure around even the alternative way that we work you might want to jump in here because I'm going to pass the hot potato back to you in a minute. Well I think for me, Aliki, why I think
0: people may consider the work that we do a bit woo-woo and, and far out is because that they may not be able to see the causation between the symptom maybe and the um the, the the root of the problem. And so sometimes when we're when we're attempting as as practitioners, as therapists, to resolve an issue the way that we may be going about it may make no sense to a particular client because they can't see the relationship between the presentation of their symptom and the cause of the problem
1: it's also discerning that word work what works and what doesn't yeah and breaking down well what does that mean for someone what does something working for them mean for them and what doesn't it mean for another person? And I think
0: what, whether what we've done works may fall into someone's particular definition and framework of what working would look like for them.
1: They're looking at what we believe drives our decisions. And most of us believe that we are evidence-based or science-based constantly, driven yep. by, by logic. But if I asked you how many things do you think that you've thought of today? What kind of emotions have you had today? All throughout the day? Yeah. Where's the evidence for that?
0: Oh, I, I get it.
1: You I can't understand. it, right? It's yeah, not you a can't... tangible evidential measuring that we can always provide with, with any type of scenario and it's that qualitative versus quantitative measure right and we're just talking about our our work right now so when people go into counseling or therapy it's looking at what they're hoping to achieve by doing that and a lot of people go to reveal something for themselves, about themselves, so that they can gain understanding or find something out in some way and educate themselves or inform themselves around something that they may be uninformed about or missing in their life to be able to see clearly around. And what I find curious too, Aliki, is
0: we are so focused on the negative that when we've resolved something, We don't always acknowledge the resolution of what we've resolved Mm. because we're focused on the next negative thing, even though that may not be something that anybody's brought into therapy. So sometimes I feel I can be um, held accountable (laughs) for something that I haven't even worked on with somebody.
1: Do you get that as well? And that also becomes that area that they think it's one thing, but really it could be something that they hadn't even considered because when you hand yourself over to working with a person that does the sort of work that we do, it opens up a particular dialogue that they may not have had the opportunity to, to really go in depth with, with another person perhaps or a different type of
0: framework. Sometimes somebody can throw in a red herring. Uh, I, I like to call them red herrings. Of something they've never really work, worked on, um, but are being held accountable to, um, yeah, or, or, or they've just presented it as the reason why their whole life's still up the toilet, even though mm. it's not something they've ever done anything about. One of the things, Elkie, the, the whole snake oil term for me, mm. that that's kind of almost like believing in magic. You know, mm. when you believe in snake oil, you believe in magic. And I want to just throw out there, why can't we believe in magic? Why can't we believe Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: something can be instantly, like instantly changed Mm -hmm. just because we've made that decision, just because we've tapped into a, a hidden potential? Why can't
1: that be possible for us as human beings? Yes, good question. Okay, so we're going to go there. All right, I like it well part of that is determining where a particular person sits as you would know in their consciousness where they're at in their own evolution of that consciousness and if they believe that healing is a possible situation for them or or overcoming a a certain dynamic in their life is reality or or if, um, or if they can achieve a particular goal, or a situation, or transition into a different phase of life, whether that is something that they can really hand themselves over to, because there's up against that that why don't we believe in magic is. Well, I'm okay doing life this way anyway yeah because we know that when someone comes to us they've been living their life they're 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 fine but something isn't fine it's Mm. like something inside of them wants to find out something else so you're saying that perhaps the
0: appetite for change has constraints put on it
1: it's almost the the belief that can it happen for me i know i've seen it happen for someone else i've heard many wonderful inspirational stories but can that happen for me or do i want that to happen for me even or though i'm exactly. here and is that part of whatever life journey i have here on planet earth yeah is that part of my life experience journey or is that is that necessary to take on or is that something that I don't feel I need to or or is it also realizing perhaps that in
0: order to receive something like that, that there's going to be a greater change that's required of you that you
1: may not want to undertake At this time and that is the bottom line because we don't know if we can actually step up to fulfill upon whatever that new goal of energy requirement is going to be needed to pull us into that new framework that new evolved state of being so is
0: another way of looking at it and calling it snake oil and lack of evidence and hocus pocus and waffle is that cuz people just really don't may not understand exactly what the nuts and bolts of what we do is
1: i'm going to present it in the way that we sort of categorize thinking as abstract thinkers where more conceptual free thinking and then we look at you know, concrete thinkers that are more structural in their mythology. And we need both. We need both abstract thinking and concrete thinking because if we look around at the world that we live in, um, the, the roads, the plains, the houses we live in were created by imagination first and then then there was structure yeah. that came about into, to bridge it. So we need both sides. Would you like to add to that, Mary?
0: Yeah, look, I will. And I think it's this is often what people forget, particularly people who like to be in their head a lot. You know, they kind of forget that it's important to, yes, you have the idea, you have the thought, you have the concept, but then at some point it's important to take action on it because otherwise it is just a thought form. It is just an idea. And and I think what we do as people, Laliki, is we then start to go into a story about it. We go into a story about why we haven't done it. We go into a story about why it's not important for us to do it and maybe somebody else could do it for us. And before we realise it, we've gone down a whole different rabbit hole.
1: I I would call them life scripts. Okay. Certain life scripts that we live by and fall into. And I also feel that the personality that's around that particular life script, whether they're thinking, their concrete thinking being abstract or not as well. So would you say personality is hardwired? It does start out that way, yes, but it is changeable. Because that's my belief is that it's it is changeable just a story
0: we've told ourselves yes. of what's been going on until the, and I do take your point about it being potentially in the early days, because, you know, mm-hmm. zero to seven, children are mm-hmm. 85% in their subconscious. Absolutely. So they become what their environment tells them they are. I also do believe that we do bring an innate set of traits to the table, which is maybe part of our, I don't know if that's part of our, Spirit self, or if that's part of our DNA, or our DNA reading our spirit self, but but I believe that some of us are drawn more to be more nurturing and felt sense. Others have maybe got more of a logical bend, but but again, I'm not sure whether that's created or
1: that's innate. Good question. So a lot of that is innate, and part of that is determined. Well, we're really getting off track here. We're going in another direction. Oh, well, that happens. I, I will keep it short, this, this answer, but part, part of it is innate, yes. And the objective is to sift away at the personality impediments that mm-hmm. don't actually allow the innate um, ability to fully express itself. Yeah. That's that. It's a simplistic version okay. of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So getting back on track, getting back onto our topic oil, woo-woo, airy-fairy, fluff,
1: mm. waffle.
0: So one of the things I do, Aliki, with with my sessions is I always get some objectives up front when I work with my clients. And part of the reason that I do that, well, some of it is I do get some measures of, of, of particular things. And I also get some objectives. And the reason I do that is that as people, we do become so quick to forget that which wasn't working for us, particularly when we are on the other side of
1: it. I always say to clients, they forget their healing. Yeah. They forget because they forget what, where they've come from. And, and that's, that's a good thing. You know, you don't want to remember grows, all that
0: stuff you've left behind.
1: It yeah. There's progress.
0: Yeah. And so for me, that's my attempt in my small way to, to rebuild some of our credibility, you know, in saying, well, you know, we, you were like this before you came. And this is how things are traveling for you after. And one of the things I also really, really encourage my clients to do is to recognize that they are the person making the change, not not me. And I find that that goes a long way into helping them realize where the power sits for themselves, but also to demystify what we're doing Because it means that they can do what I do outside of our room and they can take the steps outside of working with me.
1: I see it as a a force of co-creation. So it is really very important to find the right person because someone that believes in being able to shift something to the same extent that the other person wants to as well is very important
0: so so what do you say so what do you say to um, somebody who has a therapist or a practitioner that they don't like what would you say to somebody like that I would say that they're not connecting
1: with that therapist
0: and what would you say somebody thrusts somebody else onto you so you've really got to work with this person they're the best person for you
1: well that happens a lot because people get referred don't they yeah and and They've been passionate about an experience that they've received and they want the other person to experience something similar. That can work, yes, at times. It also depends on who is the motivator, whether the dynamic with, that they have with that person is one that is a resistant dynamic or whether they're receptive to someone being um, being um, someone that shows them where to go to to receive help yeah so yes it can work depending on the person and the situation
0: yeah so and, and the way I look at it is rapport is everything It's it's a two-way audition for me it's not just that the client has to like me I have to also feel that I have something to offer the client and and, and it's difficult sometimes when I feel that there's it's time to finish off with a client, or if I'm on the phone call with a client that I feel won't be a good fit to deliver the message that perhaps mm. we're not going to work well together because there's something in the way that we interact and, as you say, co-create that's not going to work to the highest good of the client. Mm. Um, and it's not it's it's not an easy thing to to say, but for me and my integrity as a, as a therapist, I definitely feel that there are there have been over the years some clients that I've had to say I don't feel we're going to be a good fit together because I won't be able to achieve the result
1: that you're looking for mm. with you finding that co-creative energy is very important and having having the awareness that it really is that type of force that it's it's having that therapist that can that can really um, take, take that person to where they can really go and also challenge and stretch that person to where they really need to go as well.
0: <clears throat> that push and, push and pull sometimes it yes. happens when yeah, you're push in that push-pull. Mm. Push yeah. So what would you say of, you know, people who, you know, go on mental health care plans or or, you know, get referred by doctors to some of the therapies that are rebatable. You know, what's your viewpoint around that? Where do you think, you know, the people who've been put on a mental health care plan, they've been put on this 10-session thing, they may be on that treadmill of going to a counsellor or a psychologist, they're not maybe paying that much for it Mm. because Mm. Medicare coughs up a decent amount. They don't always get to pick who they see, so that kind of plays into what we were just talking about. How do you think their results maybe differ from what we do and and
1: why? Sometimes it can be financial-based reasons that determines the level of care and um, output and um, effect that initially starts a person off in regards to, a different pathway and when when a person seeks a type of therapy there's one that's guided from the place of I need to find something that I'm really looking for here and and be able just to perhaps um, release the pressure from the immediate situation that they're dealing with so a lot, of, a lot of that is also part of the, the choice to, to perhaps um, use that as we spoke about in the, the first session, the allopathic method.
0: And I like that you use of the word immediate because mm-hmm. I think that that's, you know, in this, in this takeaway fast food culture that we live in where things are disposable, I even think therapies become disposable you know people's expectation of what their achievements in therapy will be are potentially disposable, and and I think in Australia you throw that in as well to In a in a country where like oh yeah and say a therapist oh man what's wrong with you can't you go down the beer and have a you know go down the pub and have a few beers with your mate mm. like it's it's not it's not that um, at the moment still there's a bit of a stigma attached to asking for help. And the way I think that we, we can support people to make change in their life is, is not, it's not instant. It may or may not be instant. Sometimes you may need to walk through a bit of fire in order to get the result that you want. And if you're wanting to just have a quick fix, we may not be the right
1: person for you. Some people take longer than four sessions. Some people take 10. Some people take longer than 10. And, and some people want to know straight away before they even start a guarantee, which if you really think about it, I'm going to use your metaphor with the pub, would you go to the, the bartender and, and ask them if you're able to be drunk just from that one drink? Oh, and there's so
0: many, so many factors that would come into play so around many that. Factors around there's that. metabolism, exactly. there's how how many, how much are used to drinking, there's the type of drink you've had,
1: there's the stat the, the how big the glass is. Correct. Um, I guess it's an unusual analogy to be referring to. No, it's to a good but- one though.
0: Makes absolute sense to the kind of work we do, Aleki. Good, good choice. But but can I also say, Aleki, I do love the freedom. Mm. Of working outside of um, some of the constraints that the the you know rebateable practitioners have, which That's doesn't so mean true. that we're we're That's not so ethical because we do have standards and ethics that we both abide by with the, within the organisations that we work with, yes. and we and we work with with informed consent and lots of other um,
1: practices that are mental health practices actually um, we should say that we're both we are both members of the australian Hypnotherapists Hypnotherapist association, association. Yeah. so yes we do have as a as, as a, a framework yeah. Mm.
0: yeah well i think Aleki, on that note it might be time for us to wrap up so it's been another great opportunity to chat with you well, and you today, mary thank you And if you want to hear more about us or drop us an email, it's airyferrypodcast at gmail.com. Please provide your feedback. We'd love to hear um, about topics that you would be interested in us discussing um, or any pointers you've got for us because this is our second podcast so far. We're just warming up. Just warming up.